Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. It would be wonderful. Thank you. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. This is the place, your daily stop. The location where the conversations are pointed and the guests are sharp. The responses are never dull. And we are in the UK today with Rose Guardian. I'm excited to talk to her. She is going to have a conversation with me about changing your mindset. We talk about that all the time, but you don't realize that you do have the opportunity to make a change. You don't have to wait till next year. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can make a change in the next second. People do it all the time, but you've got to want it and you got to show up. And this wonderful woman here, she specializes in emotional freedom technique rapid transformational therapy, neuro-linguistic programming, and meditation. You know, and if you pour into, maybe you don't latch onto all of them. It's a lot of work, okay? I get it. But if you take it systematically, one thing at a time, trial and error, you will find that it will be so beneficial in so many ways. And she's going to tell us that and more. Welcome her to the show. How are you, Rose? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting. <laughs> oh, I'm excited too. So um, tell us a little bit about how you show up in the world and how all these modalities and this change mindset uh, fell into your lap. Um, how it fell into my lap. Um, I started several years ago in my 40s. Um, I was having a real, real hard time. It was very difficult. Um, I had a divorce and I moved away with my daughter um, to my now husband. And I had such sleeping difficulties. I was stressed to the brim. Uh, so many problems with my ex-husband and my daughter together. It just didn't really work out. And I was always in the middle. You know, you try to do your best for your daughter and to have the communication with her father despite our problems together, it is still that they are father and daughter. So I was just having all these problems and that got really, really bad. I tried to find help from the doctors. What the doctors do is they give you medication. Try this to sleep, try that to sleep, and mm -hmm. that's it. But they don't help you to get to the root cause of it to get really rid of the problem so i've been looking into things and then the first thing that i found was nlp so i found it really interesting have been looking into it a long time started reading the books from richard bandler and i found it absolutely amazing how the mind works and what you actually can do with words how it can change how your perspective can change the way you speak to other people and understand that the way they speak to you is often very different meant as that you receive it. Well, and, and also when you go really deep into NLP, 
it can change you at a molecular level. It can go into your DNA. It can go into your cellular level and give you an opportunity to reprogram that. Absolutely. And that's fast. Very, very fascinating. So um, after like a few years looking into it, it took me a little bit. I decided to go and do the course. And I went to London for a whole week with um, Richard Bentler himself and Kathleen and John Laval. They were all absolutely amazing. And it made such a huge shift. Mm -hmm. really learn to go into the deeper into the subconscious mind change the way you see things the feelings you can turn so much around with it with little techniques little tricks with pictures colors make it bigger make it smaller move it a different way it's so fascinating what you can do with it your mind has so much power to change things in a short period of time. Absolutely. So how did you incorporate now RTT and uh, EFT? I'm a tapper and it was funny. I tell this story all the time. The first time my husband saw me doing it, he says, baby, is something wrong? Are you itching? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I'm not. And so I explained it to him and he didn't get it the first couple of times, but after that he got it. Yeah. Well, RTT is a very different thing um, because with RTT, we combine the conventional speech therapy with uh, cognitive behavior therapy, neuro-linguistic programming and speech therapy, and of course the hypnosis with it. What we do there is we put them in an um, hypnosis and we do a regression. We go back to about three or four scenes from where the problem started. So we really go and dig and find the root cause. Then we do a complete transformation, we, we frame it, and then we make a complete personalized recording where the people can listen to for 21 days. Mm. And of course we stay in touch with them and we keep supporting them in that whole time. Um, the EFT is what I do separate, but I do, do take some modalities, a little parts of the RTT in it. We call that RFPI, it's role function, function, purpose, intention. And I just let them relax and feel where the part in the body is and give that part a voice. Like, why is it there? What is it doing for that person? How does it look? How does it feel? Does it have a color or a shape, a weight? And then I go work with that. Then I look, what is the words will come up? And then I will go and tap on that, on what come up with that. That is how I get faster and deeper into the problem. Now, when you uncover these problems, these issues, it's scary. It can be very scary. Yes. But what's also scary is the new person that you're about to meet. Oh, okay. Because there's got to be a settling in. I mean, you've had a breakthrough. You've had a transformation. You've yeah. had an elevation. You've had a realization from trauma. And so now how do I deal with this? How do I make this work and how do I uh, keep some of these tools that you have given me in my toolbox? How do, you, how do I grab hold to them when I'm not working with you? So my first question to you is continuous ongoing 
um, check-ins. You know, do you provide that? Because sometimes what happens, not all the time, but we get addicted to certain things. So now Mm -hmm. we don't have this issue, but now we've got this issue. You know, like I've seen people that have come out of recovery and, you know, they've gotten off cocaine or heroin, but they're heavy on those cigarettes and coffee. So, so it's, you're replacing one thing for, uh, for the other. How do you work with your client to make that transition, to settle into the new you? Absolutely. I keep on supporting them always, like also with the RTT, at least the three weeks afterwards, when there's a problem that shows up, I work with them. And I keep on working with them until the problem is solved. I will never just let them go and let them figure it out on themselves. That is not why I do this. I do this to help the people. So if they come to an EFT session um, and they go home and they will a few days later and say, listen, it is really good, but there's still something stuck. That's fine. I just make another appointment and then we just work further on it. And that's fine because when somebody does it, they want to come out. Of course, there are certain issues where we know they're going to need more. It's just one session trauma is going to be more extensive so we need more sessions as just one because you have to peel away the layers and there can be quite a few the same is with um, extreme phobias it's just going to take a while even when we have with some people we can have a very fast result it depends a lot And a lot of times you don't want to go, you've lived with this for 15, 20 years, sexual trauma, abuse, neglect. You don't want to go through this quick. You want to go through it systematically. You want to make sure that there's a single patient that as you go through each process, you adjust. If there's questions, problems, nightmares, whatever, you're able to work with Rose. But Rose, let me ask you a question. What is your ROI? I say for love, what do you get out of this? Because it, it, I, I get it. You know, we all want to help people, you yeah. know, but it's a drain <laughs> to help people sometimes. It is. It can be. Of course, you have to learn to shield. It's just something that the most of the therapists, they have to learn to shield themselves from the energy, from all the problems. So what I learned over the time is really when I sit here, I hear the problems and when I leave this room, I leave it here. Mm. So that is a very important thing. Um, for what do I get return on it? You know what the most extraordinary thing is? Is when you start with somebody and somebody is sitting there and is crying and is stressed. And when you're done, on the end, they're sitting there relieved, relaxed with a smile on their face. Mm. For me personally, that is one of the biggest payments I can get. Right. I mean, I do need normal payment. That's normal because we all need to live. We have to eat. And you know, and I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of times that people have energy healing gifts. They have different types of spiritual gifts. They are intuitives. They are empaths. They are just... You would pay a psychologist $125 to $200 to $300 an hour 
there is value to what you bring. And a lot of people in these type of modalities don't know how to package it, market it, and sell it, and then cash in on it. Brains, you have to understand that she has spent eons, thousands of dollars, endless hours of training, studying, and testing to do what? Help you. Yep. It is true. It, it does cost quite some money to learn all that and to test. Because before I start really asking money, I do um, do, some, I do training sessions. Right. Because I have to learn. Even when we've learned it, we keep on learning with all our clients because everybody's different and everybody reacts different. And sometimes we are also there like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I have to write this down because this is good. I can use this for other clients too. And that is just how a lot of things actually come together. Now, culturally, let me ask you a question. You're there in the UK. Yes. Are they very receptive to this type of, uh, for the lack of a better term, therapy? Um, Well, I think they are that everywhere. A lot I think it's how desperate somebody is mm. if they can't find anything else that can help them then they will try everything I do know that uh, hypnotherapy is often the last resort they go to because they're still a little bit suspicious about it yeah they, they think it's like a carnival sideshow that you know you're you're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna turn me into a frog you're gonna make me quack like a duck Yes. But what you have to understand, Brains, is that you are not going to be, uh, suggestions are not going to be implanted in you. Your mind already knows who you are and what you're capable of doing and what you want to do. There's yes. recordings of these conversations that you have that you're going to hear where you were, the answers to the question, and the process that the therapist took you through. Absolutely. They think that when they get home, you're going to be able to snap your fingers and something's going to happen. Oh, no, 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 not at all. But what a lot of people aren't aware of that um, your subconscious mind is there to protect you, to make you survive in this world. Um, when I put you in hypnosis, I will never be able to let you do things that goes against your morals or your values. The unconscious mind will stop that, will not allow that. It's not going to happen. And we also don't put you that deep because we have to get answers from you. So we ask questions that you have to answer us. You will always be able to open up your eyes and to stand up. Mm. That is not the problem. So we, you are not out of control. You're just in a very relaxed state where it makes it easier to access your unconscious mind to find the answers you have already inside you. So that's like now I've been listening to some hypnosis tapes and some um, some meditations. Yes, brains, I'm not going to put nothing before you that I wouldn't eat myself, okay? So I want to let you know. Uh, and so think of hypnosis as that transitional state as you're trying to self-soothe yourself to fall asleep. And as you start taking those deep breaths and you lay there and you get very comfortable before you get into the realm sleep the deepest part of the sleep you're somewhere in the middle where you are still semi awake or conscious and you're able to process and still make decisions i mean you know it's like 
you're halfway there and you go like your body goes, oops, I got to pee. You, you stand up, you go to the bathroom, you come back, but you can settle back into that space. Am I correct in assuming this, Rose? That's how I feel. Yeah, that is a, that's a very good explanation. But it's also often when some people stand for a, in front of the uh, red light and the mind goes away and somebody hunks behind you because you don't see the light is going on green. It's the same kind of state that you're in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just a relaxation. It is just to get the conscious mind out of the way. So now you, who is your ideal client? Everyone's not going to be everybody's client. And no. if you find someone that there's no synergy and there's that's no fault of anybody's, it just doesn't gel. What do you suggest to that person? Um, well, if somebody doesn't gel with me, that is fine because I cannot work with everybody. But the same goes for me. I sometimes don't gel with the clients and that is fine. I have a lot of great colleagues where I can ask and refer them to. I have a huge group where we have about 15 therapists, 50, and uh, we all have different kinds of specialities. So I do have enough people to refer to when we don't gel. That is not a problem at all. Yeah, and, and, and when we say that brains, it's, you know, it might be something, a situation that she might be not able to relate with, you know, uh, it might be a life experience. Her goal is to help every individual under the sound of her voice. But helping you also means sometimes redirecting. So I like the fact that you are 100% transparent, even with me on the podcast. There's just, sometimes there's not a synchronicity between me and the particular guest. Not that they're not a great person and I'm not a great person. It just, they're not in alignment. And when you're doing this type of work, you need to be in alignment. Absolutely. Give us some suggestions on what we would look for when we're looking to work with someone uh, in this area and these modalities? What would be, you know, four or five things on our checklist? Well, um, first of all, the most important thing, I think, is that you have to connect to the therapist. Because if you don't trust the therapist, you will not open up. That is the first thing. Um, the other thing is, what is their speciality from the therapist? Is it what you are looking for? That is very important. Um, how do they work? What kind of therapy is it's also important because not everybody likes hypnotherapy. It's why I choose to do different things. Um, some people don't want to do hypnotherapy because of religion. I've heard that many times. Mm. So these are uh, there are a few things that is important. But I think for me personally is do I connect? Right. That yeah. is because then when the connection is not there, I cannot go and put somebody in hypnosis and get the answers I need to get from them to be able to help them. And I was telling you something else too. I'll be real transparent brains. You know, I tell you guys the truth. Uh, I had someone that tried to put me under hypnosis and I fought it. I, I didn't feel it. And when I didn't feel it, I didn't allow them to go under. I didn't allow myself to go under. And she kept saying to me, she says, well, I don't feel the connection. I don't feel the connection. And I'm saying, I'm also, I don't feel it either, sister. <laughs> exactly. But I was honest with her and I said, you know what? And you know what it was? I didn't trust her. Yeah. And trust is huge. 
Because it's just like these coaches, you know, I'll talk to someone and I'll do, you know, a, 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 a consultation with them. And when we get down to brass tacks, they're not walking the walk. They're not talking the talk. They are out there uh, pretending to be something that they're not. But what they fail to realize you are holding someone's trust. They are uh, coming to you for consultation, for guidance, for understanding, for wisdom. It's not just because uh, you know, you're cute. They're coming to you because they trust you. Yes. And they want to build a relationship with you. So take that into consideration. Go with your gut Absolutely. more so than anything. Have yes. your checklist. Ask for their experience. Ask for some references. How Rose might work with April might not be the way she works with Betty. Each person is very individualized and she customs her training and her skill set based upon your needs. So be sure, just like a doctor. When you go to the doctor, <laughs> my doctor loves me because I'm in and out in 25 minutes. I've got everything written down that I want her to check. You know, <laughs> she goes, oh, I just love it, you know, because I don't have to ask a bunch of questions. No, you have to be your own advocate in everything you do. Mentally, spiritually, financially, relationship, all of that. But Rose, I want to ask you some fun questions. Okay. Hey, let's have <laughs> some fun for a minute. My favorite question, if you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? And oh, what? my God. <laughs> uh, what appliance would I be? Oh, my God. That is a good question. Um, I would say a mixer. A lot of people want to be a mixer. Why do you want to be a mixer? Because I like to do different things. It's probably the reason why I learned different kind of things, because I like to mix and match. Okay. So I take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I work very much on intuition. I listen to my gut feeling a lot. Sometimes, sometimes I already know the answers before the clients tell me. But mm -hmm. that is... Um, yeah, that's probably why I want to be a mixer because I just mix and I like mixing to do different components together and, and it works great. It's amazing what kind of result you get out of it. I think I want to be a champagne glass. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm going to toast to you. Absolutely. If you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be? Ooh, a flower. Ah, my favorite flowers have, um, I like callas. You know what flower that is? A calla? I really like those. They are really, really beautiful. But to be honest, also a sunflower. The mm. sunflower always goes towards the sun. Yes, that's beautiful. And I would be a, a calla lily. Mm. I like the calla lilies. They're beautiful. And, they, and it always reminds me of those that have gone before, uh, before me. And they always bloom at the right time. They bloom oh. in the spring and they bloom in the fall. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? Mm. A cat. I love cats. You'd be a cat? Is that a little bit of a predator in you? Do you like to kind of, you know, sneak to the side and peek around? Are you very independent? Mm, yeah. yeah. 
but it's also nice cats can also relax really well and mm. just take the time and just do and you know take care of themselves because they're very clean animals and and sometimes they they have a personality they let you know how they feel so if they I've never been a cat person. They've always been too independent. I need a dog. I need somebody that that is dependent upon me. You know what animal I'd be? I'd be a party animal. How about that one? <laughs> That's a good one too. I've, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, if your words had an odor, what would they smell like? Um, I like the little lilies. I do not know how they're exactly called um, on English. Um, I think they grow in May. They're like little clocks. They smell so good. Or jasmine. Oh, I love jasmine. Jasmine yeah. is such a nice. Oh, I think I think I, mine would be butterscotch. Mm. I like oh, that. Too. Yeah, yes. I like that. <laughs> if you had three wishes. Three wishes. Anything, anything in the world. Everything. Right. Anything Maybe. in the world. Um, oh, I have actually many, but what would be really good? I would wish, first of all, that children would be safe. It's a very big thing for me because so many children are suffering mm -hmm. um, from abuse and trauma. That would be one of my biggest wishes. Um, poverty. Absolutely. Because there's so much poverty and at the moment it's just getting worse. Um, my heart goes a lot out to children. Um, I don't know why. It's, it's something that I've had. I've always had. Um, my biggest wish... Actually, that so many people would get over their traumas. When I see how many people are suffering, when I just scroll through the Facebook pages, I'm like, like, oh my God, so, so many people are suffering anxiety, depression, and it is so exploding. If I could snip my fingers and take it all away, I, I would. Mm. It is... I don't know. I, I just often can feel the pain of the people who are writing this. And sometimes I just want to go hug them and, and like, I can take it away. But I know. But, you know, I, I don't know. I'm a person of philosophy and, you know, spirituality, but also religion. And there are things called necessary evils. Because if we never experience bad, we don't know what's good. It's true. It's we true. never feel, you know, we're never sick. We don't know what it is to feel well. I understand that. And I have empathy 110%. Um, that's like people will say, oh, you know, I, I have this miracle cure. Well, sometimes we're all organic. We all have an expiration date. But what I am hoping in my lifetime is that I can work with great people like you and others to be able to settle into whatever situation comes my way. Mm -hmm. I used to ask my mother, I say, mama, it's not fair. And she goes, it's very fair. She says, it's very fair. She says, you're all going to get a turn at the wheel. But yes. it's how we go through the process. It's how we respond. It's how we react. And it's how we pay it forward. It's not how you die, brains. It's how you live. Yep. 
Very and smart, very wise. There's a lot of great people, you know, and that are dedicating their life um, to help you. So reach out to wonderful people, beautiful lilies uh, like Rose that um, are really there to, you know, to help. But it's helping her as well because it brings her joy. She's been yeah. through a lot. She's made a big investment. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you, Rose, so that they can work with you, contact you. If nothing else, have a con consultation uh, and just look at the next step. Yeah. Well, consultations is something I always do because like we already talked before, you have to be able to connect. Um, at the moment, I think the easiest way is over Facebook, just Rose Codion. It's G-A-U-D-I-O-N. Um, you find my Facebook group there. My website is there. You can get in contact over there. It's, I think, the easiest way and the fastest way to do it. Well, and it's the best way. Brains, I want you to reach out and touch her. Absolutely. Please go in, love, like, and share. Love, like, share, and subscribe. Please to On the Edge and check out Rose. Have a conversation with her. She's omnipresent. You can contact her anywhere in the world just via Zoom. Um, she's just so sweet. I love her voice inflection. I, I could imagine her taking you into a meditation, very similar to some of the tapes that I'm listening to right now. Um, you know, it, it's just very soothing. And that's what you want to do. You want to take that edge off. You want to reduce the anxiety in your life. You want to be free. You want to be like a cat. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Relax. Yes. So thank you, Brains. And thank you, Rose. Please come back. Keep me updated on any new modalities, what you're doing. Uh, if there's questions, Brains, please leave questions, comments, because we don't know what you don't know. And we want to be able to help you with that, but also we want to be able to grow and evolve as well. Thank you. It was Bye. so nice to be here. Thank you. Bye brains. Bye.